Chapter Four of Ruth Hall by Fanny Fern. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Good morning, Ruth. Mrs. Hall, I suppose I should call you, only that I can't get used to being shoved one side quite so suddenly, said the old lady with a faint attempt at a laugh. Oh, pray don't say Mrs. Hall to me, said Ruth, handing her a chair. Call me any name that best pleases you. I shall be quite satisfied. I suppose you feel quite lonesome when Harry is away attending to business, as if you hardly knew what to do with yourself, don't you? Oh, no, said Ruth, with a glad smile. Not at all. I was just thinking whether I was not glad to have him gone a little while, so that I could sit down and think how much I love him. The old lady moved uneasily in her chair. I suppose you understand all about housekeeping, Ruth. Ruth blushed. No, she said, I have but just returned from boarding school. I asked Harry to wait till I had learned housekeeping matters, but he was not willing. The old lady untied her cap strings and patted the floor restlessly with her foot. It is a great pity you were not brought up properly, she said. I learned all that a girl should learn before I married. Harry has his fortune yet to make, you know. Young people nowadays seem to think that money comes in showers whenever it is wanted. That's a mistake, a penny at a time. That's the way we got ours. And that's the way Harry and you will have to get yours. Harry has been brought up sensibly. He has been taught economy. He is, like me, naturally of a very generous turn. He will occasionally offer you pin money. In those cases, it will be best for you to pass it over to me to keep. Of course, you can always have it again by telling me how you wish to spend it. I would advise you, too, to lay by all your handsome clothes. As to the silk stockings you were married in, of course you will never be so extravagant as to wear them again. I never had a pair of silk stockings in my life. They have a very silly, frivolous look. Do you know how to iron, Ruth? Uh, yes, said Ruth. I have sometimes clear-starched my own muslins and laces. Glad to hear it. Did you ever see a pair of pantaloons? No, said Ruth, repressing a laugh, and yet half inclined to cry. You forgot that I am just home from boarding school. Can you make bread? When I say bread, I mean bread. Old-fashioned, yeast-riz bread, none of your sal-soda, saleratus, salvatile, poisonous mixtures that must be eaten as quick as baked, lest it should dry up. Yeast-bread, do you know how to make it? No, said Ruth, with a growing sense of her utter good-for-nothingness. People in the city always buy baker's bread. My father did. Your father? Land's sake, child, you mustn't quote your father now you're married. You haven't any father. I never had, thought Ruth. To be sure, what does the Bible say? Forsaking father and mother, cleave to your wife or husband, which amounts to the same thing, I take it. And speaking of that, I hope you won't be always running home, or running anywhere, in fact. Wives should be keepers at home. Ruth, continued the old lady, after a short pause, do you know I should like your looks better if you didn't curl your hair? I don't curl it, said Ruth. It curls naturally. That's a pity, said the old lady. You should avoid everything that looks frivolous. You must try and pomatum it down. 
"'And, Ruth, if you should feel the need of exercise, "'don't gad in the streets. "'Remember, there is nothing like a broom and a dustpan "'to make the blood circulate.' "'You keep a rag-bag, I suppose,' said the old lady. "'Many's the glass dish I've peddled away my scissor-clippings for. "'Waste not, want not. "'I've got that framed somewhere. "'I'll hunt it up and put it on your wall. "'It won't do you any harm to read it now and then.' "'I hope,' continued the old lady, "'that you don't read novels and such trash. "'I have a very select little library. "'When you feel inclined to read, "'consisting of a treatise on the complaints of women, "'an excellent sermon on predestination "'by our old minister, Dr. Diggs, "'and seven reasons why John Rogers, the martyr, "'must have had ten children instead of nine, "'as is generally supposed, "'any time that you stand in need of rational reading, "'come to me.' and the old lady, smoothing a wrinkle in her black silk apron, took a dignified leave. End of chapter 4